I have one simple request, everyone. Can we please stop acting like Adderall is a hard party drug? Like, the amount of times I hear, yo, dude, I just dropped some Addy. Yo, bro, you want to drop some Addy? 30 for 30 milligrams, bro, drop some Addy. Dude, you, you literally get prescribed Adderall from a family physician. Do I want to drop some Adderall? Yeah, I want to drop some Adderall. Some people drop Adderall every six to eight hours as prescribed by their doctor. That's how crazy this drug is. Maybe we should we should drop some Prozac, brah. We can crush it up. We can store some lines and we can uh, we can fight depression instantly. How, how does that sound? Does that sound better? Drop some Adderall. Get out of here with that. I used to take Adderall. That shit would put me in a... You know what? The the older I got, the more weird Adderall hit for me. And now I sound like an idiot saying hit. <laughs> At least I'm not saying I dropped Adderall. But listen, when I took Adderall as prescribed by my physician at a later stage in life, <clears throat> that shit would make me antisocial. It would make me so antisocial and not be able to put sentences together. Like I took Adderall and went to a, an expose show for a, a company, company ABC. And man, I couldn't get a word out. I was so scrambled brained and just like, I, I wanted nothing to do with anyone. I was so antisocial, the complete opposite of what I really am. But back when I was younger, let's, let's call it like, 18 to 23 around that age when I would take Adderall dude that actually did feel like cocaine not saying that I've ever done cocaine but if I did cocaine it felt like cocaine like I was amped up I wanted to talk to people I was euphoric I was like ready to get homework done because I was in college I was like yeah let's do this let's fucking put on some techno music and and do some robot shit and I was like texting everyone and chewing gum like a madman. <clears throat> go through a, a whole container of gum. What's a container of gum? Go to Sam's Club. Go to Costco. Let me know. Holler at your boy. Membership. VIP. Costco, because the cost's low. Shout out to Costco. They don't sponsor this podcast because no one does. How's everyone doing, man? We got a long weekend coming up. <clears throat> That's kind of joyous, isn't it? I had two weeks off because of the uh, whole sickness ordeal and then my child getting sick. And now, <clears throat> you know, I kind of wanted to work a little bit, but shit, man, if you're going to push me, if you're going to push me and tell me to take Monday off, I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll go fishing or something. Um, if you're watching on TikTok or YouTube, um, you can probably see a little smuts on my shirt. This brown shit right here. My left side, if you're just listening, it's under the emblem of Colorado University. I'm wearing a polo, and it's just south of my left nipple. There's a bunch of brown shit. I'll tell you what that brown shit is. That's called being a man. It's called being a man. We were, uh, me and my kid were fishing in this pond right behind here, and we were cutting up some worms with our fingers and putting it on our, our uh, hooks. On our rods and casting away, and sometimes that dirt 
and that blood gets on you, and I'm wearing a white shirt like an idiot to go fishing, and uh, smeared it all over me. So it's a good day. It was a good day. We caught a fish, caught a big old fish, big old bass. If we were uh, if we were cave people back in, let's call it year one, um, we'd be eating good. We'd be eating good, and I'd be getting laid because I just provided for a family of six. Family of six. So, thank you for tuning in. Hope everyone's doing good. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, personally my daddy because he is a Marine vet. So, simplify, good sir, and all the uh, the veterans that will be celebrating Memorial Day coming up here. Uh, doing a little riding around on my motorcycle. Saw a lot of events going on already, so that's cool to see. A lot of police officers and firemen, and you know, you got them them old gangsters that were in the uh, the wars. You're like, back, I don't know if anyone is still alive from World War II, but it looked like it. The people I saw, it looked like it. They were uh, they were crypt keeper lookish, you know, and uh, they were doing their salutes and folding the. The flags, and uh, there were some blowhorns there, and uh, whatever the Scottish people play, the bagpipes. I saw a couple of those. It's interesting. What's up with the bagpipes and uh, and parades? Isn't that a Scottish thing? Like, why is that in America? I don't know. Sounds cool. Props to you if you play the bagpipe. Um, but big old shout out to all you veterans out there. Not to be confused with veterinarians, which I used to back in the day. So all the vets, all the war vets, people that are enlisted right now, thank you for your service, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a, a wonderful Memorial Day. And there's some weird shit that's like, don't wear white before Memorial Day for the girls or something. I, I don't know why I mentioned that. I, that. That shit is like drilled in my mind by women that I've been around. You can't wear white until Memorial Day's over. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. Pretty sure it's true. Um, shit, man, what do we want to talk about today? I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly where this conversation is going to go. Um, I picked up a new book, um, by Aldous Huxley, I believe his name is Aldous. Um, he was born in like 1894. So he's a, he's a real old one there. And, uh, the book that I bought looked like it was crafted in uh texas chainsaw massacres basement like the pages look like they were they were cut with an axe like they're all uneven and different size lengths and that's how you know the book is good it's exactly how you know the book is good but i'm not going to talk about the book per se but what i do want to say is if you do the same shit every day like you interact with the same people you'll have the same thoughts Right, you'll never expand. Rarely will something trigger you to think another way. Something you you never even imagined possible. If you keep hanging out and having the same conversations, and let's let's say you go on Xbox all the time, and you have the same three friends, and it's just the same conversations over and over and over again, and you work the same job, so you see the same people, and you do the same type of work, so it's repetitive. Why would your mind expand at all? You're kind of like pigeonholing yourself, right? That's kind of how I feel. So when, you're, when you open new books, you're able to tap in to the author's mind that you may have never, 
ever thought of some of the scenarios that are possible. And what ends up happening is you kind of do like this tango. You kind of do this dance. So now you're reading shit on a page from someone you've never met, someone with fresh, brand new ideas from maybe across the other side of the world, right? He speaks a different way and you're reading this. And while you're reading this, now your mind starts to maneuver in ways that it's never have before. So now you get new ideas because of shit that you're reading on a page. So now all of a sudden you get these new thoughts in your mind that would have never been possible if you wouldn't have opened that book because ignorance is bliss. You only know what you know. So that goes back to what I was just saying. Like when you're talking with the same group of people over and over again and you go to the same job doing the same shit, like that is your mindset, man. That's all you know. So why would your why why would you possibly expect to expand? It's it's really crazy to think about. You know? So once you tap into these people's these authors' minds or like it can be like doing a podcast or just talking to new people, you know, you're able to formulate your own ideas off the stuff that you you read or the new interactions that you've had. And I think that's that's one of the ways that you're able to I guess escape, man. If that's if it's such a harsh word, but I know and you probably know as well that we would all rather be experiencing life outside of work. And I feel like with every book that you read, or every new conversation that you have with a new person. You're giving yourself the chance. You're giving yourself the opportunity. To expand your mind. And that maybe gets you a little bit closer. For having one of these aha moments. To where you just came up with the fucking brilliant idea for an app. Or a brilliant idea for you know some kind of tool or a game. Yada yada. Just you know, put in, insert the variable, whatever. But because you're putting yourself out there and allowing yourself to have these conversations and it's going to get uncomfortable. It needs to get uncomfortable, man. You're giving yourself a chance to break free. And I'll tell you what, like what my issue is. My issue is that I want to do something so fucking bad. I want to do something so bad, man. Just like I would spend every waking minute doing it. But I just don't know what the fuck it is sometimes. Jesus, just burps right there in the middle of a emotional moment. Way to ruin that, dickhead. <laughs> Excuse me. I just don't know what that thing is. Or maybe I do. Maybe I do and I just haven't met the right person yet to push me a little further or direct me in a certain way. You know, I, I life is unpredictable. So it's hard to say. It's, it's always easier, man, in retrospect. Like when we're all, and like half of us won't make it, but when the people that make it to 80 years old look back at their life, they're like, oh, man. That makes so much sense now. When I was 30, I should have done that. I could have made so much money and, and been working for myself and had some, 
you know, financial freedom. That makes so much sense. Of course. Like that's how we look at it right now. If you're if you're my age, if you're 35, like, dude, everyone wants to go back to high school. They'd be like, oh man, I would totally do it different. I would totally do it different. That's because you have a fucking cheat sheet in front of you, man. You have like a all the answers in your pocket to the test. Of course. That's not how life is, man. You got to take risks sometimes. Got to put yourself out there. I'm just really fascinated in what my life will look like in 10 years. Like you you should have a pretty good idea that you can kind of project what your life will look like depending on how you live your life right now. But but shit happens, man. Shit, unexpected stuff happens. And that's the stuff that I look forward to. The unexpected things that happen. Because I don't know how I'm going to react to that. I don't know what ideas are going to come into my mind. I don't know what changes I'm going to have to make to my life. I know I won't be living in this place right that I'm at right now. There was this moment when I was living with my friend, a roommate. <clears throat> Shout out to uh to my friend Nick. And this was maybe like 5 years ago now. Um so I was recently divorced at this time that me and Nick moved in together. And we moved into this shitty ass complex cuz it was like the only place that we could afford. And it was it was pretty bad. <clears throat> and I remembered eating an edible and then getting into my bathtub. And like, you know how like old houses or like old establishments, old buildings, like some shitty ass buildings have like that yellow light. It's like a yellow glow. It's not like supposed to be yellow. It's just so fucking old that it's like this haunted house tint of yellow like piss stained yellow like worn out yellow that's what it was man in my bathroom all throughout the house actually it looked like a crack den i actually had an uh a financial advisor come over to the house one time i'll get back to the story about the bathtub in a second a financial advisor come to my house and sit on my couch and he's like what is this a fucking crack den <laughs> point blank i was like okay so this isn't gonna work <laughs> fucking just insulted me and my house that I'm living in, my current situation. I never called him back after. He literally said, what is this, a crack den? Jesus, man. (laughs) Okay, but moving forward, after I ate that edible, I was like, it's pretty fucking strong because you never know what what dose you're going to get when you eat an edible. It's just like, all right, man, hold on to the steering wheel. No, actually fucking let go of the steering wheel because God has control now. Whatever way you turn the car, doesn't matter. You're not controlling this bitch. You're not in control. So I get in the bathtub, and I start looking up, and I'm just like, what the fuck, man? What? I do do not want to be here right now. This is not how my life is supposed to go right now. This is not it. Absolutely not. I am not, like, I felt like I was somebody else. I was having such an out-of-body experience. I'm like, right now, I tapped into this consciousness, and I'm not supposed to be here. Whose fucking body am I in right now? 
I am not supposed to be in this whack-ass bathroom in this ghetto-ass place right now. No offense. But that's not how I saw my life going. And it was at that moment that I decided to fucking start looking for a new job or start like putting the wheels in motion to get the fuck out of there. I was like 20, 29 years old, 20, 28, 29 years old, living with a roommate after I just got divorced. And, oh man, it was just bad, dude. It was a depressing time. And that edible, I think like it put new thoughts in my head. Like I did not want to be there, man. Did not want to be there. So I did something about it. I went on Indeed. I went on to like all these these job forms. Titan House was the one it was called. And I ended up getting this badass uh, interview for a job with cryptocurrency and financial stuff. And I nailed it. I nailed the interview. And I owe tribute to the fucking edible, man. Really. For, for like bringing me down this horrifying scary altered reality that I was living in. Like it made it come to the surface. Just what the fuck am I doing in here, man? In this bathtub, just all yellow and like stains everywhere. Like, come on, man, this ain't you. This is what you want to do with your fucking life. Get out of here. No, you're not. You're not being 29 years old. You still have so much life to live. And you don't have to like go to the extent of taking drugs or anything you can you can get these ideas from reading books you know or talking to people that have had the experiences and make changes to your life it's never too late man unless you're like 70 plus and it's probably too late but if you're like 19 25 35 maybe even 45 i don't know 45 is kind of late but i don't know I don't know. I guess we shouldn't put a time on anything, really. If you feel healthy, like we put, we shouldn't put a number on anything. If you feel healthy and you feel good, I guess age is just a number because I really don't feel 35. So I guess everything I was just saying was bullshit about the, uh, the numbers there, the age. But um, what are you going to do? There's always time. There's always time. People are a lot more experienced than yourself. You have to understand that. You can't let that ego take over. Some people have been through more shit than you. And that's just the way it goes, man. That's the that's the glorification that comes with age. Like, we should respect our elders, man. Not all of them. Not all of them. I used to respect all of them. But some, some elders are real pieces of shit. Just like how they were when they were fucking 19 years old. Like, some people never change. You son of a bitch. You didn't earn my respect. But the majority of people who are elder have been through some shit and have some deep knowledge. So I would suggest just trying to, like, dude, they're so nice, too, the old people. Just go have a fucking conversation with an old person at, like, a Dunkin' Donuts. Tell me how it goes, dude. Just, like, compliment them on their their, uh, blouse or whatever or their penny loafers that they're wearing or their new walker. You know, 
and the conversation will start, dude. They don't, they won't stop talking. They'll, they love to talk, baby. They love to talk. They love jokes and they love to talk. They love cards too. And if you got a penny collection or if you got a quarter collection, you're in the door, baby. I'm telling you, go have a conversation. Just go talk to someone. Why not? Why the fuck not? A thought might pop into your head that you never had before. It might change the uh, the course of your life. You don't know that. I do know if you don't talk to anyone, you keep living the same life, nothing's ever going to fucking change. So, there's my two cents. Uh, shout out to Topo Chico. You're not the sponsor yet, but maybe we'll get you. Topo Chico! Buenos nachos! Vendeja! Appreciate you guys for listening. <clears throat> Have a nice, wonderful, long weekend coming up. I don't know if I'll uh, post until after Memorial Day. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But I will be doing some fishing. Keep me in your prayers. I'll keep you in mind. And, again, to all the vets out there, the people that serve this country, thank you very much. Uh, much love and respect. If you guys would like to contact me, the curiosity chamber at gmail.com. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace.